Hey, this is Rachel Bowen from Skid Row, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. Well, there you have it. What else you got there? I'm going to send you the link because the audio will sound better if you play it than I play it for this Eddie, the Ed Trunk stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let me copy this link. This is some uh, yapping about. Uh... Dude, he is so, so obsessed. With the backing track with thing. With the backing track thing. Yeah. And I get, I, I don't even disagree with all his points in this. I'll, I'll give my two seconds in front of it, but okay. I don't disagree with what he's saying, but my man needs to calm down. Yeah, I know. It's just like you can cover that, that subject once, maybe twice, and then you move on to something else because we, we got your feelings on it, Ed. Yeah. We understand, you know, your thoughts on it. Yeah. And, and, if, and you made it clear. So. What else can you expound on here? And as you'll hear in this segment, not only does he make it clear, but he makes it clear in true Ed Trunk style that it's all about him that people are talking about backing tracks. Sure. That's the only reason people are talking about is yeah. because of him. Yeah, I don't think so. Because he can't, he, nothing can happen without the great Ed Trunk. Right. <laughs> no, he is the purveyor of all things metal. Mm-hmm. So where did you send this thing? Your your email. Okay. I'm refreshing here, trying to see where it is. Should be there. It's just text. Did it go spam? I don't know. Did I send it? Yeah, I sent it. All right. Did you get it? No, not yet. Fuck. Not yet. Well, let me Let's forward it. Spam. I don't think it did. Nope. Didn't go to spam. I'll forward it to CMS requests as well. There. Well, now I've sent it to both. Oh, there, there it is. It finally showed up. All right. Finally showed up. There we go. All right. All right. But yeah, so, this is this is Ed talking again about the backing tracks. Okay. Though I do truly feel that it is the most important issue right now in live music. This is the most important issue in live music, not the not being raped by Live Nation and not uh, paying exorbitant ticket prices and uh, trying to uh, <laughs> recover from the pandemic and all these other things. This is the most important. This is the most important fact in rock music today okay i, th I think uh, i can think of higher priorities than this but okay <laughs> all right and that is the the thing that i've been beating the soapbox about for a few years now beating the soapbox yeah i've never heard that phrase before beating the drum or standing up on your soapbox look he's boiling down to brass tacks <laughs> <laughs> to quote another famous philosopher in speech <laughs> I don't, I've never heard anyone beat the soapbox. I've never heard them beat the soapbox. I've never heard them boil down to the brass tacks or, or, or stand on a drum. Yeah. Stand on the drum. <laughs> I've been standing on the drum for years on this. That's right. <laughs> Beating my soapbox. Beating my soapbox. <laughs> what the hell, Ed? 
And when was the last time you actually saw a soapbox you could stand on? I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what a soapbox is. It used to come in a crate. Back back in the like the twenties and the thirties, and people used to step put up there, and like the curbside uh, preachers and stuff, would they would stand up like on a on a street corner, and and or okay. somebody protesting or something, and they would be elevated maybe you know a foot above the rest of the crowd. Oh, and then they would uh, go out there and preach their word or try to get their message out. You're standing on your soapbox, yeah. uh, announcing to the world whatever it is that's on your mind. I was unaware. Here yeah, we go. Uh, it's see. a great. Uh, Joe, Jolly Jake beating a dead horse. Yep, that's the other one. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 here's a good one. This is more important than a marquee falling and killing someone. Oh, that's that is a metal thing, but that's not a, quite as important as not that. as important as this. Right. What's this? A soapbox was just a wooden box, bars of soap. Yeah. <laughs> that that they said back that's, in the. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a crate. Well, he's getting to it. Okay, well, he's beating a soapbox. That's right. All right, and then he's going to put wheels on it, and he's going to race it in <laughs> the soapbox derby. Right. <laughs> do they still do that? I got to imagine, like, Cub Scouts or some shit do that somewhere. Soapbox derby? I think, I think they do. Every once in a while, you know, I think you'd have to watch news to know if it still exists. Okay, well, that, but, that is a steep little hill over there that used to be over by the rubber bowl, which isn't there yeah. anymore. But they, you know, that's the only way you would know is because every once in a while, when they're tired of covering the the murder and death and rape in your city, they're like, in lighter news, the Cub Scouts were out having the soapbox derby. Right. And Ed Trunk was leading the way. That's right. He was beating his soapbox all the way down the hill. (laughs) He was beating the soapbox on the way to the race. (laughs) And been super open and honest about the, the whole tracks thing. And again, if you think, if anyone thinks I'm being over the top about this and you're tired of hearing about it, guess what? You're not hearing about it just from me anymore. Literally every week, there's another story. Is there? Is there another every week? There might be, but so what? Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is not new. That's the part that I don't think Ed gets. This ain't new. Yeah, this has been this going on for, uh, you know, for as long years. as there's been concerts. Yeah. This has been going on. Sure. I mean, Millie Vanilli. That was the Yeah. yeah. I mean, Millie, and it goes further back than that. Any, any orchestrated anything. You can tell me that Meatloaf didn't have sound effects and shit back in the 70s? Sure. Of course he did. Come on. All right. Every week, I mean, is it, when I called this an epidemic for rock music, I wasn't kidding, and it and I absolutely did touch off conversation about this. Every see, interview, I like, did. Yeah, I did. This. <laughs> I did. I it touched it off. I started this. <laughs> I started this. <laughs> no one was talking about this before me. It was me. It was me. It was me. Right. Me, 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 me. <laughs> like when people do interviews, it's coming up. And, uh, you know, the latest uh, drama with this, and it's been endless, you know, whether it was 
you know, the kid in Santa Cruz walking away from the microphone and the vocal coming out or whether it was the band falling in reverse, canceling because they admitted they didn't have their laptops or whether it was Kiss's manager admitting Paul Stanley sings to a track or whether it was Blackie Lawless admitting that he's singing to a track or every day that I forget what the band was. I, I don't know. All that remains. I forget what that band was. I don't want to say the wrong band. It might not. Have, but you just did. But you did. <laughs> been them but it was just a couple weeks ago guitar player hey we're not i can't make the tour but i recorded all my stuff you'll hear me every night on a track it's fucking insane what's going on is it oh my god is it fucking insane which is too much this is a new ad and i started the conversation And if anybody out there has any love for the real rock live experience, if you're not outraged, if you're not like just fed up about all this, if you don't care about all this, again, as I've said repeatedly, then we're really done. We're really done. Are we? Are we done? Apparently, you cannot like music unless it's a hundred percent live you, you, you can't go to a show and just appreciate the the tunes you went there to to listen to is that the deal absolutely not fuck this this isn't live you know <sighs> it, and ed never goes to the other side what about the bands that play poorly yeah i know there's plenty of bands out there i'd rather see with tracks there are definitely bands that I would like to see play with tracks than, than live. Benefit from the tracks. Fuck yeah. I mean, Jesus. Because it's never going to change. Why is, why is it? It will only keep getting worse as people continue to make excuses for it and accept it. And, and I, I'm telling you, I don't want to be talking about this every day. Well, then don't. Then stop. It's your show. Yeah. Quit it. It's not even like he took a call about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to talk about this every day, but but you do. He brought it up. There's no caller that said, hey, Ed, what about the backing tracks on the Queensryche show or whatever band? And we, we, we're well aware of your thoughts on this. So yeah. at what point do you put it to bed, Ed? Just accept it. It's just, it is what it is. Do you think do you think this beating your soapbox is going to make the bands rethink their position and go, you know what? Ed's right. He's got a point. Let's let's really practice hard and drill it down yeah. before we don't have to use backing tracks anymore. I'm sure after this biting segment of falling into reverse started drilling holes in their hard drives. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Eddie. Shut up. Because I wish this wasn't happening. But every day there's another story. So if you think I've oversold it or whatever, think again. Because it's not me with these stories. Yeah, sure, I've made the news with some of it, but I'm talking <laughs> It's not me. Oh, yeah, sure, I have the, primarily the guy. But well, 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 listen, Ed, you, you have worked for 30-plus years, and you have a microphone and a platform, and you do have an audience that people do listen to you. So, yes, it is you making news <laughs> with this and, you know, uh, bringing this up continually we get it you don't like it we got it but that isn't going to change the dynamic of of bands going up there and doing that if they believe that these backing tracks that you were so uh disdainful of it's not going to change their position on it they're just going to go you know what we're we lack live 
we're lacking live and yeah. and we feel that in order to give you a listenable show we feel it's necessary to have this it, it all goes see and, and this is where i i don't necessarily disagree with eddie as far as i personally would like the bands to play mm-hmm. but if they can't play well i don't want to see a shit show either not at 75, 100, 200, 1000 dollars a ticket. Yeah, if you're I want to see a good show. Yeah, if you're yeah. paying that kind of money, but you know, who who's the biggest bands out there that you're paying that kind of money that are using backing tracks? Probably Kiss. Okay. I'd imagine Kiss is probably the biggest one. I don't think Metallica uses tracks. I'm pretty nope. sure they don't. I don't think uh, you know, we haven't seen them in a while, but uh, you know, uh ACDC, I don't believe they use them. No, I don't even think they track, use them. You know, because obviously uh, they were not happy with Bon Scott's vocal ability to where he got the, you know, the boot. Bon Scott, or, Brian or, Johnson. Yeah, Brian, Brian Johnson. Johnson, rather. Yeah, he got the, got, he got shown the door after mm-hmm. 40 plus years. I think it comes down to every band has to make the decision on what they need to do to provide entertainment to the fan. And that's what it is. It's just entertainment. Yeah. And, and it's up to, it's like anything else. It's just like, I'll use docking cause it's the easiest one on this show. There are some people that like docking. There are some people that hate docking. There are some people that if Don covered the worst song in the world, they would still say it's fucking, it's, it's great. And there's other people that have Don recorded the best song in the world. They say, well, it's shit because it's docking. That's the way it is. There's always going to be disagreements. The bands, each individual band, does what they think is best for their shows. Well, for for a prime example, I saw Mm -hmm. Wasp on the the tour back in January. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear that Blackie was using backing tracks sure. on some of the songs and because there was times where he was lip syncing a song mm-hmm. and he would pull away from the mic and the uh the vocal was continuing without him being near the yeah. mic didn't ruin my experience at all yeah no it was it was, uh, it was wasp haven't seen him in over a decade and uh they played wasp songs I never really heard a whole lot of people, even though it's very well known, saying, well, Kiss Alive sucks, even though it wasn't alive. It was fucking recorded in a studio. Yeah, with, with, uh, with an audience sound. Yeah. I don't remember anybody complaining too much about the live tracks on GNR Lies, which was recorded in a studio, and then they put audience in. Because I actually have the studio right. version without the live. Without the live, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. It, this is not new. This has been going on forever. You know, you always hear even even when concert DVDs got released back in the day. What was the first thing you always heard? Well, we had to go back in and touch up the vocals, well, touch up the guitar. Had to sweeten it up. Yeah, had to sweeten the mix. Had to sweet. Yeah, which means replay it. Yeah, we we had to go back and re-record the vocals on this this because this wasn't that good. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not new. Eddie's just freaking out about it because it's putting him in the news. Right. Let's hear some more from the Shriller. All right. Seeing tons of artists speak out against it who play real and live. And and the funny thing is, when all these bands are, are exposed for doing this, 
the narrative changes. You know, uh, well, you know, yeah, everybody does it. All that nonsense, right? So, again, if you don't think this is a massive problem, it's everywhere. Yes. The latest- why, why is it a problem? It's not a problem to me. What's the problem? You're not getting what you paid for in Ed's well, mind? It's only in Ed's mind. Yeah, but here's the thing. If it's such a problem and the fans are really uh, upset and holding their their the bands accountable per mm-hmm. se, they wouldn't be on the road performing. Yeah. They they couldn't get a gig or a contract or get a promoter to to pay them the money to come into that venue and right. play if it was such a problem. But and and this is the piece that I think Eddie always forgets. He just thinks that that people are just blindly going to shows. And some do. Some very much some very well do. But let's be honest here. Me and you, anybody that's a true fan, a more harder core fan of these bands, any of these bands, Motley Crue, Rat, Warrant, Dokken, whoever, any of these bands, we all make decisions on if we'll go to see shows. Sure. You know, we, you and I both made the decision. I'll use the, the stadium tour as one. We don't love those bands, but we don't hate those bands that were on the stadium tour in the summer. Is that a yeah. fair assessment? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I've seen them so many times yeah. that it, it wasn't like, man, I want to go see them again. Mm-hmm. So we made decisions based on what we've seen of those guys, mm-hmm. specifically Vince Neal. Vince Neal blows, in my opinion. Yeah. So since he blows, in my opinion, I will not go and spend money to see Vince Neal. That is me making the decision. That is me speaking with the money. Eddie thinks that, well, if a band is using tracks, well, I still have to go see them, or you fans still have to go see them. It's just not the case. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to say is if this was such a big problem, these these guys couldn't land a gig. Right. If the fans were revolting because of backing tracks, yeah. the band would have no sellability and there would yeah. be no promoter out there who would actually hire them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it really boils down to. If a band is still playing and using backing tracks and they still have an audience that, that makes the promoter money. Mm-hmm. Where's the problem? There's not. I think, and this also goes back to Eddie's stance on how he doesn't get Steel Panther. Different topic, but sort of the same thing. I don't think Eddie Trunk understands nostalgia. And what I mean specifically is I don't think he understands what a nostalgic thing means to fans. There are people that don't give a shit how Motley Crue sounds. All they care about is that they're in the presence of those four guys because they're they're famous. Yeah, they're just reliving the moment. Yeah, they're reliving that time in 1988 when they got a blowjob in the back of the fucking Chevy at the Girls, Girls, Girls tour. Or they're remembering the, you know, Home Sweet Home was their prom song or, you know, whatever. But they're remembering that that time. And the last thing that Motley Crue, and I'm not standing up for them, but the last thing Motley Crue is going to do is actually let you hear what those musicians sound like because they're not very good. You know, they never were very good. And now they can, they can hide it, so they do. 
They hide it with a big production and they hide it with backing tracks. And the fans are fine with it. Yeah. Because it's it's Motley Crew. Yeah, it's Motley. It's it's those four guys that they want to see. Hey, look, it's Motley. Remember when Motley Crew had a band that actually had all four musicians that could play? And it sold dick? Yeah. Didn't sell dick. <laughs> but now that they got guys that can't play, but it's those famous guys, now they sell out stadiums. Yeah, of course. Wake up, Eddie. Don't be so dumb. <laughs> Salvo and all this, having nothing to do with me, is uh, the legendary drummer Carmine Apiece. And in the last 24 hours, Carmine has made all kinds of news on every freaking website, although it looks like some of it has been taken down because I'm sure there was blowback about it. But Carmine, who I didn't even know this, is a friend of Mick Mars from Motley Crue. Why would you know that? Guitarist. Carmine. Why would he know that? I don't know. Well, because he's Ed Trunk. Oh, so. He, he should have known that. So Carmine has to call Ed to say, hey, is it all right if I'm friendly with Mick Mars? No, it's just like, I wasn't aware of this. How did that one get by me? Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss this story? Right. Doesn't everything go through me? Right. <laughs> I, you know. It- Good question. What would you or Neely's top dollar be for a ticket? Or do you guys mind if a band used tracks? And would you still pay to see them if you knew they used them? I think we're different um, on this one. Well, if Led Zeppelin got back together for a show or two or just mm-hmm. you know, a couple one-offs or something like that, and we know Robert Plant isn't at his peak anymore. Yeah. And if they use some old Zeppelin tracks to bolster Robert Plant's vocals, I would, um, if they played a really good set, I'd, I'd, I'd spend a thousand bucks. Yeah, I know it's a lot. Of, it's that's, it's rich. I know it's a lot of money, but, but if, if I had good seats and it was the three remaining members and, and, you know, Jason Bonham. Okay. I would, uh, I would go. What if they didn't use tracks? Would the price go up or down or not at all? It'd be the same. Same. It wouldn't matter to me if they, I guess, I guess what I should say is, I don't care if they used tracks or not. Yeah. I think I'm in that. I think I'm in that book. I think I'm in that. I, I'm definitely not in the book for a thousand bucks, 200 bucks. Most I'm ever going to spend anymore. And, and even that's going to be a stretch. I, I just, it ain't worth it to me anymore to see any of these guys, but I don't care about the tracks as long as it's a show. Mm-hmm. If it's, if it's, I'm going to throw these guys under the bus. I don't know why. It just popped into my head. But if it's just Candlebox and they're playing a show and it's just them playing, you know, Pearl Jam that doesn't do anything but play. Staring down at your shoes. Yeah. If it's that, I'm not, I don't want to pay anything for a track show. But if if it's like a. A performance. Like a meatloaf would do like almost like artistic renditions of his songs kind of. Then I'm okay with some tracks. I'm okay with that. But yeah, just to see them play and then pretend that they're playing? No. Used to make me crazy when you watch that on American Bandstand, for God's sakes. You know, I hated that too. So yeah. it was very yeah. clear that, uh, you know, they were lip syncing and playing to their studio track. Yeah. And I was like, all right, get back to the, the hot chicks dancing. I don't want to yeah. see this. Sure. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I, but to me, I don't really care. I, if, if my choice is to hear a bad Blackie Lawless or, a, or stand 10 feet back and it looks like he's doing it, I'll, I'm, I'm, okay with the, I'm okay with the faking it. Didn't bother care. me at all. I enjoyed seeing Wasp. Yeah. Well, Eddie doesn't, man. Is <laughs> an older guy. Doesn't have much of a filter. <laughs> I respect that. But he alleges that he's spoken to Mick Mars, and Mick Mars was unhappy about things in Motley Crue. I don't know if that's entirely a surprise. <laughs> Motley Crue's, you know, always had a decent, decent level of dysfunction among those guys from time to time. But that he was um, one of the reasons why he didn't want to play in the band anymore is that, quote, everything was on tape, meaning the whole show is basically recorded. Stephen Piercy, a couple weeks ago, made a statement about Motley Crue's show being, quote, unquote, all on tape, alleging the bass isn't even live. The drum sounds aren't live. The vocals aren't live. Only the lead vocal. Countless people have said this about Motley Crue. Motley Crue has said this themselves. Dickie admits it. Now, there are people out there that think that I'm giving Motley Crue a pass because they admit it. But I ask you this. If a band admits it, what are you supposed to do? Like, if a band's being transparent, Blackie admits it. He admitted it in an interview. Kiss didn't admit it, but their manager did. Nicky has admitted it and is proud, seems to be almost proud about it. What are you supposed to do? Just keep banging and banging and banging on. No, if you well, don't, that's what you're doing. But as long as the narrative gets rewritten, as each band comes forward, that's doing this and it becomes the new normal and f- there's no blowback from promoters. There's no blowback from fans. Not only is it not going to stop, but what are you supposed to do? Not go to the show, Ed. Yeah, stay home Out with your dollar. Then yeah. if, it's, if it's so important to you that your band performs raw and and untracked then then uh then don't go yeah how about this eddie if a band is using backing tracks i, I put this challenge out to direct directly to eddie trunk i challenge you ed i, I hope you're listening eddie i hope you're listening eddie because i got a, somebody in your camp is listening yeah because <laughs> i got a challenge for you how about you stop taking money to introduce those bands how about that ed how about instead of going on the cruise, if there's a band that's playing tracks on there, you don't go on that cruise. Right. Because you're promoting it by taking the money. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you uh, show some integrity? Yeah. I mean, is he saying that he doesn't intro any bands that are using tracks? He's inviting the fans to come and see him in front of a band that's playing with tracks. He needs to, he needs to think about what he's saying here. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is, Ed. Yeah, let's see it there, Eduardo. I, I, I guy. Jeez. You either you either just move on and accept it and say that's what that band does and it's not it's not for me. But if you wait wait in line and buy tickets to hear computers, it's not like that anymore, Ed. Nobody stands in line waiting for tickets. Yeah. What year do you think this is? Yeah. Last I knew you. You buy your tickets on, on the same computers that you're hearing. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time anyone stood in line for tickets? I don't know. It's been I, a while. I mean, is there even nineties? Is, <laughs> is, is there even a ticket outlet somewhere anywhere to that? You could just walk up and go, give me two to Motley, please. 
there may be at some, like I know there is at the MGM. There is yeah, a ticket window. That's their own venue. Yeah, though. it's their own venue. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a Ticketmaster venue. Not a Ticketmaster. No, it's just their will call or their own venue. That's all. No, no, right here is Ticketmaster. Right here. Yeah, exactly. So who's standing in line waiting for their favorite band to get tickets for their favorite band? Well, and this coming from this guy that hasn't bought a ticket in fucking 50 years. <laughs> How many tickets you think Eddie Trunk has bought since since the Megaforce days? Uh, very few, if any. Yeah, if any. No, he can't. He, he spends more money on tickets to fly back and forth to his two palatial estates. Right, of course. I don't know if you know, but he has a he has a yeah, second home in has Las a Vegas. Second home in Las Vegas because that's where all the <laughs> rock stars are living. That's right. Yeah, I I've got a home right down the street from Stephen Piercy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Vince Neal are are uh, neighbors. Yeah, he posted, and and again, I don't fault him for it. I mean, but he posted during the week. He posted a picture of him, Miles Kennedy, and his place, and he was like. Look who stopped by my house today. Okay. It's like, all right, Ed, ease up. Ease up, need for attention, guy. Jesus. You're going to get much, much more of it. So I don't, I no doubt started this dialogue. I no doubt started. Stop it. Stop it. I no doubt started. No doubt he started this. Yes, it was all me. I started this. No, you you have a platform and a microphone, and you have this dialogue. I don't mm-hmm. know that you started it. Maybe you started it on a on a wider scale or or a, uh, a platform that you're heard. He may but, have restarted it right now. Yeah, but it's a dialogue that's been going on for years, decades. <laughs> And and here's the difference, Ed. This this was just something that that I just thought of. Okay, well, it's not as important as Eddie, but go ahead. If if you go back in the day of Jackal, back in the seventies, mm-hmm. bands played a show, and they didn't have much by way of of multimedia back then. Right. There wasn't really because the technology wasn't there. Well, yeah, you couldn't lug a camera or a computer around. Right, because, you know, whatever. So bands, their draw was that they were obviously talented musicians and could sing and play and all these other things and stuff. But in this day and age, with EDM music and the big screens and the digital screens, and if you've ever been to the, you know, recently seen... Uh, you, let's talk about a, a an old school band, Scorpions. Yeah, they they can obviously play. Klaus can still sing, and in uh, you know they they play and do a great show. But their show is a show, same as Kiss. Mm-hmm. Their show is a big production, right? So people aren't going. Paul Stanley's not sounding pitch perfect tonight. No, they're they're going. Oh, look at that fire! Look at that flame! Holy mm-hmm. shit! at that smoke look look at that you know look at the lights and the crazy bullshit going on the stage yeah today it's less about the musicianship and it's more about a show because well, yeah. because the multimedia that is available uh for a show now it's a big production yeah so nobody's paying attention to see if if uh 
uh, Nikki Six is plunking the bass correctly, or or if or if Tommy Lee is hitting all the drums and the cymbals correctly, or if Vince Neil is able to get three words out without being out of breath. They don't yeah. care. They're going, oh, look at the smoke and the fire, and look at the look at the movement on the stage and the light. Mm-hmm. You know this, that, and the other. It's a big production and it's a show. Right. The music, and, is, unfortunately, is secondary to that now. It is, yeah. And why why is Ed not screaming the blues about the other half, the visual aspect? He's screaming the blues about the sound. Fair enough. But you go, you look at any of these bands, what do they got? You know, like you were saying, they got these big screens behind them. Huge. Huge with movies that are synced to the songs and they play off a of click. You know, they... They they fire off a of click tracks off the drums. That's all computerized too. Yeah, it's all timing. Yeah, it's all time, but it's all computers. It's all yeah. it's not it's not the old days where they drew out a giant curtain that <laughs> said Leonard Skinner on the back of it, and that's how you knew Leonard Skinner was playing. Exactly. It's now a whole thing, but he doesn't give two shits about that. Right. You know, and he's talking like this is a new thing. There's a little band out there you might have heard of called Nine Inch Nails. Remember them? Oh, yeah. They came out in the 80s, and they were all computerized in the 80s. Yeah, they they uh, they were actually in the movie with uh, Joan Jett and, and um, Michael J. Fox, The Light of Day. Yeah, Light of Day, yeah. yeah that, that movie was 89, and, and uh, Nine Inch Nails were uh, the band that they were right. Called having to compete against because these new kids and their new sound that's right their new remember, sound and remember right at the mm-hmm. end of the movie yep they were gonna have to start either stepping up their game because now mu- music is moving away from what michael j fox and and uh, uh joan jett were doing yeah i know dude he's he's so out of touch with the rest of today I'm not saying that I even are. I don't have a huge argument for his. I don't love the fact that bands are faking it either, you know, but I don't care. Why does he care so fucking much? Is it just because that's his persona? Well, it's, it's like Tim. He he's yeah. Tim. He He's the American version of Tim. Well, I don't like that. They're sniping at each other and they're getting, you know, they're saying mean stuff and they're fighting and this, that, and the other, they created something great together and now they're fighting and you know, mommy and daddy quit fighting. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're ruining my perception of what you guys used to be. That's right. <laughs> right. And that's what this is all about. It really is. You're, you're ruining the perception of what I grew yeah. up with. Yeah, my mystical dream in my head is ruined. Exactly. Oof. I hate to tell you this, Ed, but we're all pushing sixty. Sorry, yeah, that's that, over. that time in our life is over. Yeah, it's over. We're we're getting into the phase now where we want to see acoustic music. Yeah. <laughs> Confidently, I mean this. This all started with all the headlines I made when I was Six. outraged about the things I was seeing <laughs> here. <laughs> Stop right there. When I was outraged. <laughs> Can you scroll that back and play that one more time? I mean, Jesus Christ. All the news that I made. I made this happen. It's all about me. Right. Jesus. I no doubt started this dialogue. I I can say that confidently. I mean, this this all started with all the headlines I made when I was outraged about the things I was seeing and hearing. Others have now picked. He, He made headlines. I like this next line that you just stopped though. He goes, others are now making noise about it, but it started with me. Right. (laughs) 
I am the trailblazer here. That's right. Don't I'm exposing this. Second. I'm exposing this. Right. I'm ripping I'm ripping the veil off so That's you right. can see what goes on behind the scenes and it's not pretty folks. No, it's not. <laughs> up the ball. And and the thing with this thing with Carmine saying this about Mick, I mean I think it's a couple things. It's because he's saying it's one of the reasons why Mick Mick left the band, but is it news that Motley does this? They've admitted it. All you got to do is watch every day. There's a video on YouTube microphones above people's heads and the vocals coming out. I mean, I don't know. Again, this isn't piling on or all these bands that do it. It's not like I hate them. It's not like it's a personal thing. It's not for me. It's not. I, I, I've, I've no, unless the a band's on a festival <laughs> or something I'm doing, I don't have an interest in hearing bands computers. I have an interest in going to see bands that plug in and play live. That's across the board. I don't care who it is. But uh, but as far as the broader picture, until promoters care, and they don't, all they care about is what sells tickets. Well, that's what a promoter does. What you, what, he's not out there to give you anything but fucking, but he's not out there to give you anything. It's like, you know, the integrity of your band is yeah. questionable. You know, I can't have you play in my venue. Yeah. I mean, I've got people lined up out the door here, ready, ready to come in here and see a show. So unless you guys straighten up and actually play a real yeah. show, I, I'm canceling the show tonight. Well, I would book you and make $3 million tonight, but unfortunately you're using backing tracks. So kiss beat it. And I'm a man of integrity. That's right. Stop so, it. The so promoter's job is to make money. I can't with good conscience hire you and, and sell the place out and what? Pocket, pocket that money knowing that you guys did backing tracks when's the last time he he flew out somewhere and did stage intros on his dime because it was a good band when's the last time eddie trunk did that when's the last time eddie trunk didn't accept a check in order to fly out and do hey everybody it's firehouse <laughs> you know i mean come on he's not doing what he's preaching period you know, he may like these bands. If he likes them so much, why isn't he out there introing them for free? Because he's out to make money. Yeah. Same as the promoter. So right. shut up, Eddie. Jesus, idiot. And until fans care and say, I'm not going because I want, if it's not live, it's never stopping. Yep. I just made that point. Yeah. Vote with your dollar. If yeah. it means so much to you, then don't go. And clearly it doesn't mean that much to most people, Ed. Sorry. And that's why you're going to see this trend more and more of bands admitting it because they're realizing there's no blowback because people are rewriting the narrative and saying, well, yeah, now it's cool or well, because they're doing, no, they're only doing it a certain it's everywhere. <laughs> I think we're at like easily 50% now of the bands on the road. Can oh tell my you, God. As I'm sitting here, the winery dogs are going to go up there and play totally live the next couple of days. And there's a lot of bands that do, but there's a ton of bands that don't. And it's all at different levels and how extreme it is and how much it is, is on varying degrees. But there are some bands where it's way over the top. And Carmine alleges that Mick, you know, was so disenfranchised and upset about it as one of the reasons, of course, the health stuff. But that's one of the reasons why, because he wasn't even able to play because all his guitars were on tracks. I'm not saying that that's what Carmine alleges 
in talking to Mick. Mick Morris has not said a word since he's been out of Motley Crue. So when and if he ever does an interview, whether it's with me or anyone else, <laughs> I'm going to get that exclusive Mick Mars uh, interview where he dumps the dirt. He might go somewhere else, but probably not. It'll be with yeah, me. It'll be me. <laughs> it'll be me. Yeah. Stop it. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Mick has a uh, an agreement with with the uh, Motley that. Yeah. Uh, he will not be bad mouthing anyone. I'm quite sure there's an NDA that's saying Mick will be saying nothing. Yes. <laughs> we'll find out about some of this stuff. But the no, last won't. thing on this, which is why I think, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, you may not know this. But again, Motley's transparent about it. I'm not saying that makes it right, but they've been they, they've said it. So so how that's even news, I don't know. And the other, well, you're then why are you reporting it? it? Yeah, you're talking about it again. Yeah, that's why it's news, dickhead, because you're talking about it. Right. Remember, everything you say is news. Right. That's what you've been saying this whole time. Yeah, you make the news. You are the news. You're he, Eddie Trunk. He's the newsmaker. He is. He's like Mentos. He's the newsmaker. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Mentos of rock and roll. He really is. <laughs> the other thing is this. Ten years ago, Easy on that show, Mick Mars said it on TV, on my show, on, on my, show, my show, on my show. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't throw himself in there enough, can he? He is the creator of everything. Yeah. <laughs> on camera, unprovoked. If you can find the tape of when Mick Mars was on that metal show, he said something like, I, I don't know. I just said something like, hey, Mick, how's it going? And he goes, uh, it's okay, but there's a little bit too much of that Britney Spears shit going on, if you know what I'm talking about. That's exactly what he said. And I said, what are you talking about? And he's, he, he's talked about tracks 10 years ago, at least. At least. I hate to admit it tell you, Ed, but backing tracks and you know enhancing tracks have been going on as chris said earlier since god knows when since the beginning of music exactly <laughs> this isn't recent no i wonder what, what eddie I wonder, I wonder what eddie thought about like the the temptations and shit like that that had yeah. no band that basically just sang to a record was that bad that's tracks right that it is. And how many of those bands were there? In the, in, that's, so basically, in Ed's world, all of Motown was a sham. Right. Because none of them played with actual bands. Well, let, let's go to the movie The Wrecking Crew. Yeah. They recorded stuff. Most, most of the bands that you heard in the 60s and through the 70s never even played on their own records. How about no. It was the, yeah, it was The Wrecking Crew. Yeah. Not even the Beach Boys. That's right. The the multi 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 platinum selling beach. Sure. Well, hell, one of the biggest sellers of all time, Elvis. Yeah. I mean, Elvis did did almost all of his stuff was just him singing over tracks, wasn't it? Yeah, he didn't a lot of it. He didn't sing with band. Like the only time he sang with a band was when he was on tour. Mm hmm. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, but but I mean, if you wanna if you wanna talk about the integrity of bands playing their own music and stuff, 
if you ever watch, and and I highly recommend that. I, I've watched this at least three times. In fact, I watched it again last week. Was the Wrecking Crew? That's a good movie. That's a, the, that is so good. That's mm-hmm. so good. You know, hearing from people like Carol Kay and you know all the other uh, people that were in the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. And how many records that they all played on that we mm-hmm. all know that shaped the whole music landscape that was popular radio. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yep. And hardly anybody knows it. And nobody, nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. And nobody cared once nobody it was public. Cared. Yeah. None, none of us are looking back now and going, oh, the four tops, they sucked because the wrecking crew played their music. Yeah. People are still playing Beach Boys good vibrations. Of course. Don't give a shit. What? <laughs> that isn't, that isn't Dennis and Carl Wilson playing on that. No. no it's the wrecking crew. Yeah. God damn you, Brian. You brought in scabs. You ruined it for me, man. I'm I'm never playing pet sounds ever again. That never sucked. Had I not known it wasn't the real guys and I knew it was Glenn Campbell on guitar instead of, you know, Carl Wilson. Forget it. That's right. It's crap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. It's not like there's no precedent for this. Mick was complaining on a national TV show what? 10 years ago to me about a it. national it, TV show. And it was my show. Yeah, it was a cable TV show. It was my that. nationally syndicated TV show. One market, yeah. one, one station. Yeah. <laughs> Again, go to what you want. See what you want. I, I, I you know, I can't be the track police here. I've missed <laughs> You can't. Oh, he's gonna. He's going to withhold the the music from you because if it was up to me, you wouldn't get any of this. That's right. It sounds to me like he's being the track police. Yeah, he is. He's the one pointing out every band that's using them. Yep. Go ahead, spend your money foolishly and go see these posers. Yeah. Go ahead, see if I care. I wonder if he thinks that like Robert De Niro really is a gangster. <laughs> I wonder if he believes that. You think? Do you think so? I'm sure he is. I mean, do you think that? Uh, do you think he thinks that the guy that plays Spider-Man really can fucking swing through town and stuff? I mean, come on, Ed. It's entertainment. <laughs> See, that's you're just cheapening the music. Just am I throwing the label entertainment on it? Oh, all right. You're, well. you're letting these people, these shysters, get away with their ruse. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's, that's what you're doing. You're making it acceptable. He's just so he's taking such a hard stance on such a stupid issue. It is people that, go because they just want to be entertained. Yes, man. All right, Eddie made my point. I know what's real and what's not. You should be able to figure it out pretty closely too. And uh, again, fans of people who have, who are have fan of uh, bands that they love. When these, when they find out this out, they conveniently find a way to justify it because it's their band doing it. You know, like in the case of Kiss, Paul and Gene made fun of bands that did this. Pull the press. Come on. Come on. Everyone rewrites the narrative as needed. I'm seeing stuff about Ozzy getting ready to tour in a friggin' wheelchair, considering he hasn't been able to sing for 25 years. And he's going to go out in a wheel. Like, what? Like, what the hell? Well, what do you want? Wait. Wait a minute. 
Does he want him to perform it the best that he can perform, or does he want him to fucking use tracks? You know, and, and let's face it, he knows as well as I do that Whitfield Crane is singing for Ozzy anyway behind the screen. Shh. Oh, am I not supposed to say that? Shh. God damn it, Chris. Oh, wait a minute. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Shh. I mean, come on. Get out of here. I like this. Rodney Dangerfield did his own diving stunts in back to school. <laughs> he did. Didn't he? he? Must have. He must have. Rodney must have been a fucking Olympic diver. <laughs> he did the triple Lindy. That's right. <laughs> Get lathered up about this today. I really don't. But I mean, it's like too late. Have some respect for your legacy and whatever. And if, especially if you got 10 kajillion dollars and you don't need to tour, what are you doing? Go. Oh, so basically what you're saying is if, if you don't have to tour anymore, just quit it because now you're going to yeah. ruin shit. It's, this brings, he brings up another point that I, I wholeheartedly disagree with. Fans, and I'm putting him in that bucket of fans. Mm -hmm. Fans think that bands care about the legacy that they've created. Nope. They do not. Yeah, look at Journey. Look at any of them. Yeah, well, look at Journey, especially. Yeah. Well, Journey's a big one that's doing it poor. They don't care. It's their job. This is just like how much before I owned my own business. I care about my own business because it's my own. When I worked for the insurance company, I didn't give two fucks what happened at the insurance company. I didn't care what their stock price was. I didn't give a shit if they had a good, strong quarter. I didn't give a shit if every car that was insuring them crashed. I didn't care. It was just my job. Yeah, as long these, as my paycheck uh, cash yeah. in the bank, that's all I cared about. That is what these this is to most of these bands. They found a way to have a song or two or three or five or ten that people liked, and it became their job to go out year after year, day after day, and present that as their job. It's their fucking job. You guys thinking that, well, I'm fucking ACDC and ah! <laughs> no, no, they don't think that they just don't think that it's just not the way it is. Some of them do, but most of them do not. Yeah. They can just look out and go, look, wow, we got a pretty packed house tonight. Yeah. Cool. People are still coming to see us. Yeah. And, and they're happy about that, but not because there's a lot of people. They're more happy about it because their thought is, well, next time I won't have to take a pay cut. Right. That's why. It's a job. Get it through your head. It's a fucking job. God. Go paint. Go whatever. <sighs> but, I mean, it's funny because, and, and I'll be honest with you, Carmine texted me this morning, but I didn't oh, yes, talk to him about it because I guess he's blindsided by how much attention his comments got. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how that's news. I mean, I guess the news is because he's saying that Mick said it led to him leaving the band. But uh, I don't and I don't know that part of it to be true or not. But I do know Mick brought it up on t on my TV show over. T my <laughs> <laughs> it's all about him. Yes. <laughs> and years ago. 
And if a band is honest about it and the fans still go and, and are into it, then what are you going to do? I don't even understand. Do you want to do something about it, Ed? Is that the deal? Yeah. Why doesn't he start the no, the no tracks tour? Yeah. But the thing is, is what, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Because I'm just angry. I can't do something about it. I just want to go up there and just beat them over their heads with their own guitars. Yeah. With their computers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alan Kilcaller, you're on the air. Alan Kill, I wanted to ask a question because you guys were just talking about ACDC or you mentioned them at least. Yes. Do you think that this appearance that they're going to make in October is going to lead to other stuff? And, I'm, sure um, that this, other- I'm sure that this promoter uh, is trying to get the biggest bands in, in hard rock and metal to do the show, and I'm sure ACDC is available. And it's just like, yeah, might, might as well throw ACDC on the bill if, if they're willing to negotiate or whatever their price might be. Yeah, they've already confirmed to be doing it. Um, but the other thing is, is you're exactly right. All that you guys are saying is exactly right. As pissed off as I, as I am with Mickey Six and the fact that he's, they're touring with John Five, when they come to Australia, of course I'm going to go because I love the song. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah, good. yeah. Good, good point, Tim. Yeah, he's gonna go. I'm going. God damn it. Yeah. Fuck Eddie Trunk. I'm going, knowing that they're playing tracks. I'm spend my my hard earned doubloons and go. <laughs> the track street boy. <laughs> In the case of Motley, why they have to do it? They got a great guitar player. Their music isn't like super intricate. Sure, there's backing vocals. They got three women out there. I don't. I don't understand even the point of it. I'm sure they're more than capable of playing that stuff and making it sound great, plugged in and played. But I don't. I don't. I don't. Know. Stop right there. Maybe Stop. Want, maybe. Well, Motley has a multi-media uh, show. Yes. And I'm sure that if they are playing backing tracks, which has been confirmed that they are. Mm-hmm. It just, it just fills the sound. Right. It just makes the sound much more bigger, or amplifies it, or or uh, bolsters it. That's but all. I think it's I think it's more than that with Motley. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 analyze the band here. John Five does not need backing tracks. No, of course. If not. they're using tracks for him, I don't know why because he's he's. I've watched enough of his stupid Instagram Motley Mondays to know he can play these things note perfect. Of course. I mean, that's why he's John five. How we even know who he is. So he probably is not, if I had to guess, I would say the only reason they would use tracks with him is for timing purpose. That's it. That's the only reason. We're just making the sound. But let's get to the other three that are the, the important part though. If anybody needs backing tracks more than Vince Neil, I don't know who it is. Vince is terrible when he sings. So it does nothing but enhance the show to have Vince lip sync. That's fine. But the other two guys where, cause this is what Ed's talking about that they, he doesn't get that they need the tracks probably technically true until you analyze what those guys do. Tommy Lee has always been a showman slash drummer, not a drummer slash showman. 
he's always been flailing the sticks and jumping up and down and flipping over and, you know, all the bullshit. So if he can't do that anymore, but they still want to give the big show, which Motley does with all the smoke and fire and shit going up and down and craziness, then they put the tracks in there. So they, so the people's visual will be of the big show. And the same with Nikki. Everybody has seen the home sweet home video where Nikki's rolling down the fucking steps, you know, while he's playing his bass. Mm -hmm. That's what Nikki does. He runs around. He acts like a fool and, and he can't play accurately when he's doing that. So they, they enhance it with tracks so he can go crazy. And then not only that, but, but the, uh, the, the, um, harmony vocals. Yeah. He's not, he's not doing that. He's running around and rolling around on the floor and, you know, running back and forth for an hour and a half. He's an old man. He's in shape, but he's still an old man. Still hard to fucking run around for 90 minutes. You know, I, dude, it's, it's with Motley Crue. It's more, I think it's more about the visual than it is about the need. Again, it's the big performance. Yeah. It's a big show. It's supposed to be a show, but dude does not want to get it. He doesn't want to get it. It's not that he doesn't get it. He just doesn't want to get it. Okay. It's hard to, it's hard to fathom, but all I can say is it's never ending. As long as people keep making excuses for it. It's not excuses. It's a different way that we see performances these days. Mm -hmm. If it it was in the 70s into the 80s where bands didn't really have much of a stage show. Yeah, they had to to perform and prove their, their chops. But today, it's about the show now. It's less about the performing, the individual musician and all this. It's about the big show. Every, yeah. every show that you see on YouTube these days, aside from the smaller bands and stuff, it's a big production. Of course. Yeah. Even to smaller venues like Scorpions plays what? Like five, 6,000 seaters. Oh, they're, they're Are they bigger arena. than that. Oh yeah. yeah. They play arenas, but they have, they have the giant it's giant massive. stage. It's massive. You know, and when they flip over to the, to some of those, some of those backgrounds that are flipping around, I mean, that shit takes all of your focus off of the band itself. Yeah. You know, it's huge. So, you know, I mean, it's just a different era. Ed is really coming off like the old man in the room. Yeah, he is. It's a, it's a different way of doing shows these days, Ed. It's, it's no longer about the individual Jimmy pages of the world or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it's, it's, it's a big show now. Yeah. Look at Jackal 70 shows ruled. No, it's the performance for me. Yeah. That's why you're old. (laughs) <laughs> that's why you're old because that 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 way doesn't work anymore it's it was a different era yeah say it's going to be the new norm promoters don't care and fans still go and, and tickets still sell it will never end it will only get worse yeah. so, so why talk about it the fans now in my opinion the future of rock and roll the validity of rock and roll oh validity it, that's what that's <laughs> I, this this has no this is not a valid uh, form of music anymore because it's no. all fake. It's AI, man. That's right. It's just a different era now. Yep. Is in the fans in the in the fans' hands, and uh, you guys want to make hands. excuses for it and say it's fine and whatever? Then get ready for nothing but computers. We get to the point the bands aren't even going to show up. Just watch a hologram. Anyway, and they have. And they did. (laughs) 
So, and just accept it. Yeah. I mean, even that, even that, the Dio thing is what, 10 years old at this point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hate to admit it to you, Ed, but you're a dinosaur. Yeah. You're old now. Yeah. You're a dinosaur. Didn't even want to spend that much time on it, but it's been the, you know, the talking point of the last 24 hours online. Mm -hmm. And, uh, There'll be another one in a couple days with another band. I mean, I just don't know how much more you have to see to see what's what's going on here. But Motley is the last band on the planet anyone should be shocked about because they've been saying they're doing it easy, for years. Eddie. Easy. Nobody's shocked about it. Ed. Nobody's shocked Nobody. except Ed. Nobody's shocked about it. Nobody cares. Nobody went to those Motley shows thinking, man, I think these guys are playing all all their own stuff. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are they lip syncing? This can't be. That's Motley Crue, the bastards oh of integrity. God. Come on. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, he he certain his his um argument is definitely uh, an argument that maybe been valid 30 years ago. Yeah. But it's it's not it's like over. anymore. No. It's over and he needs to stop being if he really doesn't give a shit, if he, if you know, just let it go. Don't promote those bands. Don't play them on your show. Yeah. And, and certainly don't introduce them. Yeah. Don't intro them. Don't take money to be out in front of them. If they're ripping off the fans, you know, would he loan his name? If, if there was a, a used car lot that fucking ripped everybody off, would he put his name out in front of it? Hey, I'm Eddie trunk. Come on down here. To, I stole your money. Um, motors, you know, is he going to do that? No. So no. don't put your name on. You know they're playing tracks. Don't intro them. Yeah. He'll, Say no. Nah, I'll 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 give back two of these three bands that I'm making five grand to intro uh, use tracks. So I'm only going to take fifteen hundred tonight. You can keep right. the other thirty five hundred. Sure. Because I won't be introing those bands because they use because, tracks. Yeah. Because my integrity won't allow me to take the money. Yeah. Yeah. His integrity lets him take that money just fine. I guarantee you, he'll be on the next fucking Monsters of Rock cruise introducing. 15 of the 20 bands that are using backing tracks and be happy to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that, uh, that, uh, wraps up our good friend, uh, Edward trunk. Yes. The trunkmeister at yeah. it again. Shrilling as always. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break here. So right. uh, what would you like to hear? Well, somebody said it in the chat room. I agree with him. Um, Sabbath from dehumanizer. I, 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 I am Eddie Trunk. Exactly. Me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can definitely do that. Some Black Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we at here. Where are you, bees? In the killer bees. In the bees, baby. Right. Uh, but, you know, again, he, he's just, uh, he's just, a, you know, out of touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's really what it boils down to is that, uh, Ed is just out of touch. Yeah. He's starting to be the old guy in the room. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Ed. I mean, you know, I've hung out with you on numerous, I hung out with him <laughs> on new, numerous occasions and he knows me by name. Yes. And of course he does. Aware, he's aware of this show and the fact that I created this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know he's he's living in an era that's gone by yeah it's over 
All right, well, we're going to play a few tunes. We will come back and we will do some more stuff. So here it is. It's uh, Black Sabbath featuring Ronnie James Dio and lead vocal with I, 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 me, 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 exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hello, this